Welcome to another Sat Stacking Saturday. Let's get it. In today's show, the Bitcoin price has never lost more than 10% in July. Will this year be any different? And according to Plan B, Bitcoin June closed at $30,469, which is the highest Bitcoin monthly close of the past 13 months. And breaking news, U.S. Congressman Patrick McHenry says the only reason for the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, to oppose the spot Bitcoin ETF is if he wants to kill the industry in the United States altogether. Gary Gensler has a lot of explaining to do. Quoting Max Kaiser, only 70% of Salvadorans have a bank account. Bitcoin can help them have a free economy without depending upon third parties or many requirements. Also in today's show, payment giant MasterCard launches blockchain app store and beta amid the ongoing crypto foray. I'll be breaking down this latest report as well as breaking news. Kraken ordered by the court to disclose user data to the IRS for tax compliance. We'll also be discussing JP Morgan Chase and 40 other U.S. banks conducting FedNow trial runs ahead of the instant payment services launch leading up to a CBDC. We'll also be discussing Crypto Trader says Bitcoin is on the cusp of reaching that next big level, but there is a catch. And check this out. Exactly nine years ago today, the U.S. government sold 30,000 Bitcoin to billionaire legendary investor Tim Draper for $600 per BTC. Also in today's show, I'll be sharing Tim Draper's $250,000 Bitcoin price target extended as he just revealed the latest timeline. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1329 of the Crypto News Alerts podcast. I am your host, JV, and welcome to July 1st. Let's get it. Let's kick off today's show, checking out the market watch. As you can see, we're back in the green. Bring it. We got Bitcoin trading above thirty thousand five hundred dollars, up about three quarters of a percent. We have Ether at one point six percent, trading just above nineteen hundred dollars. Also, one of the big gainers uh, just yesterday was Litecoin, as the having is what roughly thirty three days away. We had like a twenty five percent surge, but today it pulled back and it's currently correcting. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, the current crypto market cap sits at just above one point two trillion, with about thirty nine billion in volume in the past twenty four hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 49.6% with the Ether dominance at 19.3% and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Flow is leading the pack up 20% trading just under uh, 65 cents followed by QTUM up 20% trading at $3.16 followed by Satoshi Vision up 13% trading just above 48 bucks and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. We have Flow up 22% Satoshi Vision up 14% and the biggest loser being Scamcoin FTT down roughly 14%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows we're currently rated a 59 in greed, yesterday a 56, last week a 62, and last month a 52, which is neutral. So there you have it. Welcome everyone just tuning in. Make sure to say hello in the live chat and let me know where you're tuning in from. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out some of the charts, uh, shall we? 
Here we go. Bitcoin gained 12% in June, but one forecast sees good times soon fading for the bulls. In a tweet on July 1st, popular trader Crypto Bullet admitted that July might not offer that much more Bitcoin price upside. And despite the last minute dive thanks to macro news event, Bitcoin managed to close out the month of June in a solid position. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View and Coinglass confirms that the monthly close came in at $30,465 on Bitstamp as outlined right here. In this chart, those levels continue to hold into the weekend with the past month, marking Bitcoin's best June performance since 2019. That's right. July, by historical standards, looks even better. Throughout its history, the Bitcoin price action has never lost more than 10% during that month. Now for crypto bullet, however, common sense dictates that Bitcoin should fall below some of the key moving averages, quitting him here. So June surprised me. We got a pretty bullish monthly close. Bitcoin tested the moving average 50, bounced strongly, and managed to regain the EMA 21. And he also said, I can repeat what I said. Bitcoin can go to $35,000 to hunt liquidity, but this midterm bullish rally is coming to an end, likely this month. Now, the concept of liquidity hunting in the low 30,000 zone nonetheless remains popular as a theory for price accumulation. Quoting Decent Trader, this ties in nicely with the massive chunk of Bitcoin liquidity, which is loaded all the way above $35,000. If we see cascading short liquidations wicken all the way up to the moon ranker resistance at 37,000, it could be reasonable. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Decent Trader. And elsewhere, a broadly optimistic Rec Capital was also keen for what he called a healthy technical retest of levels below 30,000 next for Bitcoin, despite the strong monthly close. Quitting him here, Bitcoin has performed a bullish monthly close, but is primed for a healthy technical retest at 29,250. With the price currently around 30,500, I wonder what negative catalysts will soon emerge to facilitate this technical retest. So there you have it. Let me know if you're currently bullish or bearish on the King Crypto for July. And, uh, you know, breaking news here, calling out Gary Gensler. Shout out to uh, Congressman Patrick McHenry, who says the only reason for the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, as we call him, no clarity Gary here on the channel to oppose a spot Bitcoin ETF is if he wants to kill the industry in the United States altogether. And it seems to be this way. But what are your thoughts? If you'd like to see Gary Gensler get audited and fired, drop a one in the live chat. And towards the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. And with that being shared, fam, again, welcome to y'all just tuning in. Now let's discuss the latest what's happening with MasterCard with blockchain and crypto adoption, shall we? Payment giant MasterCard is rolling out a new platform for blockchain-based apps as it expands its presence into the digital asset space. In a statement to Fortune, MasterCard Executive Vice President and Head of Crypto and Blockchain, Raj, says that MasterCard Multi-Token Network, MTN, is an app store powered by blockchain technologies for building regulated financial applications. MTN is similar to the Apple's App Store, but the platform provides developers access to MasterCard's tools, including a private version of the Ethereum blockchain for building new apps. Interesting. He says the world's second largest payments network, I guess right behind Visa, right, will release the beta version of the MTN in the UK this summer as a test bed for apps and use cases with financial institutions, financial technology fintech firms, and central banks, quoting them again. The first phase of the applications will be powered by tokenized bank deposits, and over time, we plan to make MTN available in additional markets around the world. Well, let's go. MasterCard introduces MTN as it actively ventures into the world of crypto 
Earlier in the month, the firm filed an application to trademark a set of crypto and blockchain tools. The payments Titan also recently announced it's expanding to engage partner network to broaden access to digital assets. Quitting him again, MTN represents one of MasterCard's most ambitious projects in the digital asset space to date. Our goal is to support the wider digital asset industry and interest in parties to help fortify confidence in its futures. That's right. If you can't beat them, join them. That's right. As the best payment rail in the world is obviously a Bitcoin and the old legacy financial rails, they would soon disperse if they don't adopt a blockchain technology, in my humble opinion. But what are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now, some warning. Uh, Kraken was ordered by the court to report people's information for trading on their platform to the IRS for tax purposes. Let's break uh, this down next, uh, shall we? A federal court ordered Exchange Kraken to turn over account and transaction info to the IRS, which said it needed that information to see if any of the exchange users had underreported their taxes. So you have been warned. As per the order issued on Friday, June 30th, Kraken is required to provide details of users who engaged in transactions exceeding 20,000 US dollars within a calendar year, including their names, real or synonymous, birth dates, taxpayer identification numbers, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, and various other documents. To me, this is scary, especially if this information leaked and hackers gained access to it, which happens all the time. I don't like sharing personal information with anyone, including the regulators, but that's just me. Now, in February, the IRS submitted a court petition in the Northern District of California shortly after Kraken reached a settlement with the US SEC over claims of security law violations related to its staking service. The IRS claimed it had issued a summons to Kraken in 2021 with the exchange failing to comply and now seeks to investigate potential tax obligations of users who conducted crypto transactions between 2016 and 2020 as the crypto crackdown crypto choke point 2.0 continues in the United States. Now, additionally, Kraken will be required to release blockchain addresses and transaction hashes, which are already included in the transaction data available for sharing. The exchange may also be asked to provide raw data to the IRS. Now, I'm curious. Let me know in the comments how many of you have used the kraken exchange before please do let me know now judge joseph spiro who presided over the case seems to have dismissed the irs's attempt to obtain employment information and source the wealth from kraken the judge outrightly denied several of the irs requests good for them now in the judge's assessment of certain irs requests he stated that the court needs to ascertain if the government's summons is appropriately focused meaning it should not exceed what is necessary to accomplish its intended purpose. And according to the court filings, the info sought in the first three requests, which aim to identify Kraken account holders falling within the DOE definition, is overly broad and exceeds what is necessary for the majority of DOE users to establish their identities. Friday's ruling siding with the government comes amid a deepening U.S. crackdown, which we're witnessing firsthand. The U.S. SEC this month filed separate lawsuits, as we all know, accusing Coinbase of running an illegal exchange and alleging that Binance U.S. mishandled customer funds, misled investors, and regulators and broke security rules. So there you have it. Right now, I'd say no exchange is safe. If you currently have cryptocurrency on any of the exchanges, remove it now to self-custody or forever hold your peace. 
not your keys, not your coins. That's facts, my friend. Now for the latest precursor to central bank digital currencies, as we know as CBDCs, as the FedNow trial is taking place in the United States with J.P. Morgan Chase, which is one of the largest banks in the United States, if not the largest, along with 40 other U.S. banks. That's right. J.P. Morgan and 40 other U.S. banks are testing the Fed's new instant payment infrastructure called Fed now. According to a new Fed press release, 41 banks and 15 service providers are wrapping up Fed now test trials ahead of an official launch of the service, which is scheduled for later on this month of July, says Ken Montgomery, the first vice president of the Fed Reserve Bank of Boston and Fed now program executive, quoting him here, we're on track for the Fed now service launch with a strong cohort of financial institutions and service providers of all sizes in the process of completing the final round of readiness testing with go live nearing financial institutions and their industry partners should be confident in moving forward with plans to join the network of organizations participating in the FedNow service. No, thank you. I'll just stick to Bitcoin here personally. But according to the Federal Reserve, the FedNow service aims to enable businesses and individuals to send and receive instant payments anytime. Sounds like a copy of Bitcoin. (laughs) The Federal Reserve says it plans to increase the number of banks using FedNow this year in the years to come until all 10,000 have been adopted by the technology. Other large banks testing the service to start using it by July include the Bank of New York Mellon, U.S. Bank Corp., and Wells Fargo. Again, these are the major, largest banks in the United States. The U.S. Department of Treasury is also intending to use its service. The service providers running final tests include Juniper Payments, Jack Henry, as well as the Open Payment network. All I know is this, let's not support our oppressors. I'm not going to be participating in FedNow, no CBDC. I'm only going to be participating in the one decentralized cryptocurrency, which is called Bitcoin. And guess what? Bitcoin is the antidote to FedNow and the antidote to the CBDCs. And at the end of the day, I want to protect my sovereignty, not continue to be enslaved by our oppressors, if you know what I mean. Now let's discuss some very fruitful price predictions for the King Crypto. We're going to be discussing the next big level for Bitcoin, followed by Tim Draper's latest update on when his price prediction of 250000 will finally come into fruition because he officially updated it yesterday. And then we'll dive into our live uh, Q&A. Here we go. Crypto Trader says the crypto king, Bitcoin, can surge to a new 2023 high before undergoing a correction. Synonymous analyst Altcoin Sherpa says Bitcoin can uh, go up by a single digit percentage points from the current levels of 32000 According to him, Bitcoin thereafter potentially dropped drastically after the most recent modest rally. Quitting him here, Bitcoin's looking like a grind here, but the next big level is 32,000 in my opinion. Seems likely that goes there before any big move to the downside. Probably a lot of liquidity up there to be collected or this just breaks through 32,000, which is currently a pretty strong resistance and continues to 40,000. Not sure. Either way, 32,000 is coming. In my opinion, send it. Let's go. Let's set a new 2023 high shall we? And turning to Ethereum, trading against Bitcoin. Altcoin Sherpa says that Ethereum is likely to set uh, to fall against the flagship crypto asset and target the range low around 0.053 BTC, roughly $1,614, ultimately predicting a $300 drop on Ethereum. ETH slash BTC. This has chopped for two years and I still think it is going to the lows. ETH slash BTC is a good macro indicator for the altcoins and as long as this one does poorly, the altcoins probably do as well as a whole. And he makes a great point. And next up is mean coin 
Pepe. According to Sherpa, the meme coin can surge by nearly 45% from roughly nothing to roughly nothing before the rally cools off. He says, Pepe, I'm still exposed to this one and there is nothing but hot air above this level. I still think it goes to the 0.50 Fibonacci level at a minimum before this current run is over and I'll be taking profit from there. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. Also like to point out Michael Saylor recently made a prediction. He is the founder of MicroStrategy, the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on its balance sheet, and they currently hold over 150,000 BTC, making them the largest in the world corporate holder of uh, Bitcoin. He's predicting the Bitcoin dominance climb from where it's at today, which is roughly 50%, all the way up to 80% this cycle, which would ultimately wreck a lot of the altcoins. And also considering you got the SEC deeming many of these uh, altcoins as unregistered securities. So I think a lot of that liquidity is going to move into Bitcoin because it's the safest, securest, as well as the fastest horse in the race. But you let me know your predictions in the comments right down below. Now for the latest from Tim Draper, first and foremost, breaking news. It was exactly nine years ago today, this crazy dude bought 30,000 Bitcoin from the U.S. government at that auction for $600 each. Can you say score? That's what's up. And Tim Draper just recently tweeted yesterday, June 30th at 3.16 p.m. So much for my predictive abilities. It is June 30th, 2023. When Bitcoin was $4,000, I predicted it would reach $250,000, which is 60x by now. It has only reached 30000 which is 7x. I guess we'll have to wait a little longer, maybe two years, but engineers are hard at work. So he's ultimately saying expect a $250,000 Bitcoin price action by the year 2025 is right in alignment with the Bitcoin having a next year 2024, 2025 being the year after, typically when we reach that peak cycle high. So that is uh, what's up. So yeah, initially Draper projected the achievement of a quarter million milestone by the end of 2022. However, now reveals that the current market conditions have compelled him to reevaluate his estimate, and according to his latest assessment, which I just shared with you, we're likely to hit 250000 sometime in 2025. Draper began working with Bitcoin back in 2014, a pivotal year for the digital currency. During this time, he bought almost 30000 Bitcoin from a U.S. Marshalls auction for $18.7 million. Talk about the score of a lifetime, right? These coins taken from Silk Road were a prudent investment as Bitcoin's value rose the following years. Now, not too shabby. He predicted 60x. We still hit 7x. Hey, what are you going to do? Now for Draper's impeccable record as of late. Maybe not so. But anyways, Draper's early predictions and insightful analysis of Bitcoin's potential have been remarkably accurate even in 2014. He fearlessly proclaimed that Bitcoin would reach $10,000 within three years, a prediction that materialized in 2017 when Bitcoin surpassed that 10,000 threshold. So he has a good history with his predictions. Now, this consistent success has solidified Draper's reputation as a prominent figure in the crypto space and one of the many reasons we follow him regularly here on Crypto News Alerts. Now, the factors driving the Bitcoin rise, despite the recent challenges faced by the crypto industry, including stricter monetary policies from the Fed and a series of bankruptcies that jolted the market last year, Draper remains resultantly bullish 
on Bitcoin's future. Uh, drawing from his comprehensive analysis, he points to several factors that could propel Bitcoin's rise to extraordinary heights. One such factor is the underpresentation of women in the Bitcoin market, despite their substantial total, over 80% of retail spending. Draper believes that the entrance of more female investors into the crypto space could serve as a significant catalyst for Bitcoin surge. And furthermore, Draper highlights the potential cost savings for retailers through Bitcoin transactions. And according to his analysis, retailers can save approximately 2% on every purchase made in Bitcoin compared to traditional currencies such as the US dollar. Such savings have the potential to drive broader adoption for crypto amongst retailers, bolstering the overall value. Another event that Draper sees is the 2024 Bitcoin halving as a game changer, which we know that is right. This occurrence diminishes miners' transaction validation rewards every four years. Bitcoin's halving has historically correlated with price appreciation, making it widely anticipated event to shape the future of BTC. So there you have it. Also like to point out that the stock to flow model is predicting a 100,000 to $1 million price prediction. I know that is a wide gap of a prediction, but somewhere in there, if you take the medium average, that would be roughly 500,000 uh, per coin, which is ultimately double the prediction of Tim Draper. But what are your thoughts? Where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to be by the year 2025? Let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.